0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. You know, it's hard to believe that inflation is still a thing, but boy, it sure is. And that's exactly why Mint Mobile still gives you premium wireless for just $15 a month. Well, it's also because we have that offer printed on, like, a million T-shirts, but it's mostly the inflation thing. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 for three months required. New subscribers only. Renew for 12 months to lock in savings. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com.
1: Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of When a Podcast Calls on an Earful Podcast. If you didn't know, this is the Horror Variety Channel, well, Horror Variety Show, in which we're going to talk all about the Scream franchise today. And I'm joined by Matty.
2: So How do you, mate? We're good, man. Are you?
1: I'm good. I'm excited.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Making our way through the Screams just in time
1: for the... uh... Scream week now as we record this, isn't it? So mate i'm so excited for friday
2: i'm buzzing i'm just trying to avoid all spoilers at all costs
1: yeah avoid everything yeah
2: because people have watched it already you know what i mean it's been at the yeah that's what's scary about stuff it. Like that so it's out there It's out there so he's just making sure yeah, i don't fucking see it, it yeah <laughs> that'd be the worst that's thing it. to spoil that though on it like like i was trying to avoid halloween kills like spoilers at all costs but i think i'd probably be here, on, a bit more on. pissed In- off <laughs> I've had the script. Yeah, I did, and I read a little
1: bit of the beginning
2: of it. That annoyed
1: me so much.
2: (laughs) But uh, do you know what? Like, if someone told me the ending to Halloween Kills, um, then and then told me the ending to like Scream, I'd probably be a bit more pissed off about Scream because it's the whole thing. That's what Scream's about, isn't it? Like trying to trying to figure out who the killer is.
1: Yeah. So I was gonna say this. Like, we were watching it again, me and Jess, and I was like. This is like just a who's done it. Yeah. You know, it's if it was a drama and you didn't see the kills that bloody, it it would be like a you know, a drama, murder mystery, who's done it. Yeah. Midsummer murder shit. You know, but now now that we do and it gets brutal, it's a great horror. Do
2: you know what? It would be a fucking it'd be cool to uh, get like a Cluedo version of Scream. It like, good oh, that would be a football game. I'd like that. Yeah. But it's like a gory Cluedo, isn't it? Better from you, not I've never some,
1: played Cluedo. Not but, in some yeah.
2: posh mansion in, uh, in the middle of Buckinghamshire or something like that in, <laughs> in England.
1: No, it's just yeah. a high school from uh, Halloween H2O. Basically, yeah. Yeah, there's Scream 3 for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what we're going to do today is we could talk about each film and it'd be a full podcast, let's be honest. Yeah. Um. So, you know, in future lead-up to releases... That's what we will do is a watch along and say like, hey, so for example, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre we've got coming out. Yeah. I'm going to sit down with whoever wants to join me and we'll go Texas Chainsaw one, two, three, and keep going through the franchise until we get to the release. Yeah. Regardless of timelines and whatever, let's just get excited for the film, you know? Yeah. But obviously the podcast launched maybe two days ago from recording this. Oh, when this is released, that is. So we didn't have time to do it one at a time. So we've, we've jam-packed this all into one. It's going to be good. It's going to be a lot to yeah, talk about. Definitely. I mean,
2: I've got quite a lot of notes written down here and I'm
1: looking at it. So. Nice. Right, well, so what we're going to do, we'll go through each one, giving our initial thoughts about the whole like story and everything about it. Yeah. Favourite kills, if there's anything you dislike, and then finish off with... Just overall, how do you feel about it?
0: Straight
1: into it was Scream
2: 1. Yeah. Well, Scream. So, yeah, uh, just set up straight away from that beginning scene. You fucking, you, you brought... That beginning yeah, scene. Yeah, like, I think that's the one thing. Every time you think of Scream, that's the one thing you think about. And it's 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 a character that you've not even been properly introduced to. Um, do you know what I mean? And And she was quite i think she was quite a bit that big actor at the time once she she was like up and coming and she was in a lot she of stuff was the, yeah um she
1: was going to be the main character in this yeah movie. yeah drew barrymore
2: and she gets killed off straight away so i think that pretty much set the premise for like the rest of the fucking franchise really like the fact that they can I, I kill wish. someone like that off in an yeah. instant
1: i wish because i this came out in 1996 and that was the year i was born i wish i was like a teenager Able to watch that in the cinema and be like, "Let's go watch this new Drew Barrymore yeah. horror film because she's on the poster and all of that," and then see her killed off in a matter of for the opening few minutes. Yeah, mom. And also, Straight like, way. how it's the whole the whole opening is so good because it's horror trivia that you you know you recognize in other horror movies. Yeah. in this horror movie, it it makes jokes at itself because one of those horror movies is Wes Craven's. Nightmare on Elm Street, so he's having jabs at himself and it's fun and jokey. Yeah, The killer's clumsy as fuck and then the kill that Casey does get and that zoom in when she's hanging from yeah. the tree, and just how brutal it is seeing her being dragged all bloody, and she's holding the the phone to her mom, and you're like, "Oh fuck, Casey, baby, Casey, baby, <laughs> oh, the best quote of the whole movie."
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, I 100 get what you mean because i like, it's got sort of a bit of that slapstick, like
1: yeah, slapstickiness like-
2: to it. If that's not even a word, I've just made it up, but yeah (laughs) no no do you know what i mean like it's (laughs) sticky. yeah yeah he's got that sort of vibe to him do you know what i mean the ghost face but then but then also you just wouldn't want to be in the same fucking room as him would you so no no
1: like it's so weird because you never see any other killer falling over no like the 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 way he does you know
2: the only one that matches him with humor is freddy krueger and and again wes craven do you know what i mean yeah
1: Yeah, you see him playing around with this whole thing anyway. Yeah,
2: so so like you mentioned again, so like the whole referencing other horror movies as well in this was cool, so um, obviously back when it first came out, that would have been cool to see like a movie referencing like A Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween and and movies yeah, like it's that. a killer yeah. in
1: Friday the 13th. It's fucking you know, cool,
2: man. You're, you're trying to work it out yourself. Like, yeah. oh, shit. Um. <laughs> like, for horror fans as well, watching that, it's fucking, it's awesome. Do you know what I mean? Like That yeah. adds a, a bit of extra flavor to uh, the
1: beginning of that but movie.
0: It's,
1: it's also not like, you know, your big horror titles, Town the Dreaded Sundown gets mentioned as well. Yeah. You know, so it's like, oh, you know, big horror fans will hear that and be like, oh, shit.
2: Wes, Wes fucking knows what we want and that's what he gave us with scream mate it's yeah. so
1: good yeah this is just uh i can't imagine you know not having scream. it is an iconic the whole thing yeah i don't know whether that's because i'm looking back and it's like 25 years ago you know it's crazy isn't it yeah that was
2: oh, easy to work out
1: <laughs> five years but yeah um what was gonna say now? So,
2: but we're going full nerd again. Like, so watching through these movies again now, like I'm noticing the different masks, and I don't want to spoil it for oh, people. Oh, yeah. So but the two different masks that were will, will used in this film, and you've got the K&B one, and you've got the normal one. You've got the normal like Generation One Fantastic Faces mask. If you look at the opening sequence now, you can see both of those masks, and the k b one especially when Casey's uh, getting chased and Ghostface grabs hold of her. And pulls it back to stab it. yeah, if you pause that, you can see the k and b mask, which looks completely different to the other one.
1: Is it a noticeable difference? Yeah, yeah. I know you're saying that, but you're into so the, the masks and you collect them. So the, I don't know what I'm looking for though. The
2: KMB is a lot more rounded. So just it, obviously, I'll put the photo up here, but I'm also just going to show it on the screen as well, really of course, quick.
1: Because you're going to get to uh, talk about masks, you'll take that. No, on, because you, I to want to be honest. I want
2: people to look at it and then be able to see it in the film because it's. I want to ruin screen yeah. for people. So right. it's been 25 years. So, so that's the KMB mask. Okay, are, yeah.
1: are we talking about the rounding under the eyes or on the top? But the both
2: For the the forehead's right. a lot
1: more rounded, and then this
2: mask that I've got here is like one of the ones that they they would have bought to use in Screen One at the time.
1: So right, okay, that's the gem one. Right, yeah, I see what you mean. It's more like a square. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, oh, look at this so mask 101.
2: You you wouldn't, you wouldn't even notice it. Like, I never noticed it before going to collecting. In my, you'd never notice it anyway. But now it's like, yeah. no I know I'm looking out for it throughout the whole film. Yeah, you've
1: ruined it for me. Yeah. Thank you. Can't wait to watch these again. Yeah,
2: I'm, so, I'm sorry about that. So, even in, um, so <laughs> the, the reason for that is because some of the scenes, especially with, um, with Drew Barrymore and Henry Winkler, it's those two scenes in particular. Uh, where you see the kmb because they'd already filmed the movie with uh, well parts of the movie with that kmb mask because they couldn't get the rights to the Fun World one, yeah, right, you couldn't get the, like the rights film to Fun World, World from it, know, yeah. yeah, they were still waiting on that. Um, so obviously they filmed some scenes, but they couldn't afford to reshoot those scenes again and get a pay for yeah, Henry of Winkler again, and pay for Drew Barrymore again, so they kept it in. and I've, known, I've for the whole like decades that I've been watching. Well, decade also I've been watching Scream. I've never, I've never noticed until I got into it, and now I can't <laughs> unsee it. <laughs> so everyone can have the same issues now.
1: <laughs> oh, make people regret listening to this podcast on the first episode. Thanks. Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, there is a, there is another weird one as well. Where you see a reflection in the window during case, and you see like the normal mask there. I think it's having the normal mask all this can be reflected in and the mask that you see so the, in front of it's opposite weird. mask Yeah, you see in. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Right. Um,
1: and is that when when he's chasing Casey? Yeah. And it's like it's lurking around. Just
2: during that beginning scene, yeah. You'll just yeah. see it at different points. It keeps changing throughout. Like, there'll be a bit where he's chasing her and it's the, the normal Gen 1 mask and then next minute he's up close with Casey and it's the KMB one and it's like crazy they just changed like really that, that, that's
1: the nature of uh like shooting though isn't it yeah they, have, it, they don't shoot in the way of the story but no. just what's easiest and more approachable to do at the time of the set and stuff
2: yeah so yeah guys look out when you when you see that beginning the intro bit the beginning the scene and also when you see the principal die you'll see <laughs> well, in the we'll masks. Get that
1: in a bit But am i right in saying is it just Scream that has like swapping of masks because then it's consistent for the rest of the franchise or so for the, they change later
2: yeah, on. Yeah, so for the rest of the franchises, they get different. Uh, the same company from World supplied the masks right. to the sets, but um, they sometimes they add like so. I think they have, there's two different variants for each movie pretty much, uh, and they've all got the different names within the mask community just to sort of separate them when you know what's what. Yeah,
1: um,
2: and when you look in the films as well, you can sort. The most uh, identifiable ones are within the first movie because they're so like they're so different in shape and stuff. The second so one, I guess, because
1: you know what you're looking for. Yeah,
2: yeah, and and the second one again, um, you can kind of you can tell with it in the but like when you get to sort of like the third and fourth one, uh, fourth ones. I guess the fourth one's a bit more identifiable, but yeah, they get a bit more bit more subtle in between them both. But the the yeah, scream one, you can tell easily. A mile right also. i'm
1: gonna I'm gonna keep you looking out for that now, yeah, keep your eye out, so yeah, like my only notes for this were that opening because of how good it is, but the the rest of the film is amazing as well with like the who done it, you're trying to work it out amongst like friend groups and stuff like that, yeah, and then also you know, rules of a horror movie, which I guess has never been. Well,
2: it's also like, it's, it's tricking you throughout as well into thinking like, oh shit. So it's going to be, oh, Billy's going to be the killer. But oh wait, Billy can't be the killer because Billy was somewhere else at the time of the murder. that yeah. As we find like out. He found
1: a phone and yeah. like,
2: uh, the mask on him. So then you forget about Billy being the killer. Oh, it must be someone else. And then at the end, it's like, oh shit, there's two of them. Like, the no twist, fucking way. Yeah. yeah, Like, it's crazy. I love it.
1: So misleading uh, throughout. That yeah, I suppose like later on when we talk about you know the following films in the franchise again, it is just trying to take you one way and they'd be like, "Nope, it's over here." Exactly. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, when my for me, my favorite scene of the whole movie is when it's Billy and Stew confronting Sydney. And yeah. you know, oh, my parents are gonna be so mad at me. Oh, all dude. That, that whole scene is just yeah. That ends so, so f- fun to watch. That
2: ends, every time. The end kitchen scene is is just amazing. Like again, the referencing like horror films and blaming it on the movies and then stabbing each other and then yeah, like you said, it's it's the um it's the relationship between Billy and Stu, but like obviously Monal, Billy, uh, Matthew Lillard, and Skeet, like yeah. them together just work fucking perfectly like the, the, you can tell the bros as well in person Like 100 go to that horror convention they have seen them both talk to each other like it's that they've known each other well they've obviously known each other is, <laughs> well but, yeah i think they have but, but they <laughs> but just, yeah, just gel they just fucking gel perfectly man and, and that's what created such a good like character base between them both Do you know what i mean oh, yeah. um and just bits that they improvise as well on that so like um, Stew getting hit with a phone When Billy chucks it Like that That wasn't supposed <laughs> to happen
1: phone Dick Yeah that was you know I didn't know that
2: Yeah that was all improvised oh, Because I apparently it. Um, it was stuck to bit, uh, Skeet's hand That like, you know Because he had like The corn, corn syrup Yeah the corn the blood. syrup Like blood Yeah so when he chucked it The phone sort of stuck to his hand And it like Sort <laughs> of like Ended up hitting him in the head And then he just Carried on with
1: that with it Yeah Honestly Matthew Lillard's character in this Like he does Incredible yeah, it like, plays don't feel like anyone else on, could do it. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it's just it is weird mannerisms as well that only work for Yeah, it's, it's this so character. true, it's
2: so true mate and it sells it perfectly.
1: Yeah. Like I can't see like Skeet Ulrich doing that and I'd be like, yeah, that suits his character. It doesn't. No. But like the goofy, you know, character of Stu, I, I feel works. Yeah, 100%. Even when the wind in uh, Randy up in the Oh, in the, vid- in the, in the like, video In the video store, yeah. and it's like, you? And they're like, he's doing all that with his face. <laughs> oh, it's so good.
2: Well, that's it between them both. Then they're trying to figure out who the killer is. And then, yeah, obviously, Randy's going on about his horror movies. And then he's saying that yeah, he still he... thinks Billy's the killer. But, yeah, it's, it's just when you look back on the film as well, after you watched it, it's even more enjoyable when you know where the kills are because you are and you're thinking, fucking hell, that's sly, that. Like, you yeah. can see the points where he's trying to give you hints, but then it's not at the same time.
1: Yeah, that, that scene in the video store should be so obvious. Once you know who it is, once you know it's Billy and Stu, yeah. it's like, right, well, that scene in the video store cements that perfectly because they're both intimidating Randy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's so it's such a red flag on your first watch. I'd love to watch this for the first time again.
2: Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine that? That's a dream.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if there ever was one. If I had three wishes, it would be, can I watch Scream for the first time and appreciate it, rather than just <laughs> being a kid and being like, well, I know they're the killers now, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, man. And then just coming towards the ending as well, they, the the whole party scene um, where obviously girls, girls in the van watching them on camera, <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then you see Ghostface walk up behind Randy, who's sat on the couch watching Halloween. Um, yeah. Oh, and, and coming up with the rules as well for a film and like who should die, oh, yeah. just everything about that is just is just amazing.
1: I love it. Yeah, it's just like a, an ode to horror movies, I suppose. Yeah. Do you have any favourite kills?
2: Standout kills in this film for me, uh, obviously the the opening scene, Casey Becker. Of course. Um, yeah. um, and then the other one after that is probably Tatum's death yeah I don't know Marriage. I just oh yeah Just I just get that Ghostface standing there pressing open just watching Tim get fucking squashed
1: it's a weird death as well yeah, be honest.
2: yeah like... it's not very it's not a, a very bl- a bloody death for it In, in you know what I mean compared to like the rest of them. But
1: yeah, it's but a it struggle to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, the panic.
2: Yeah. Like stuff like that freaks me out. And even if, even when uh, people are getting chased and uh, they would like to grab the feet as they're running away, like you think that's going to happen because she's like hanging out of it. And you think shit, she ain't going to make yeah, it. Yeah. that
1: swipe back. Yeah. It's got to happen. Yeah. My favorite, I've got down a Henry Winkler principal. It's the like, he's looking around and also you're suspicious of him at one point when he, yeah. he brings the two, collars the two students in and he's like the knife up to him and you're like, yeah. oh shit, it's him. Yeah. And then, you know, you got the Freddy Krueger reference and then it's the reflection shit, in yeah. his eyes for me where I'm like, that's such a cool. Oh yeah. When, it, when, it, when he's look. dead and you see uh, yeah ghost face in the eyeball, yeah, Yeah. That's sick yeah it's such a good shot it makes that and then um not a kill but when randy is lying there watching halloween and you've got the delay to the the hidden camera yeah. in the van he's like move kid and he's just watching yeah, he's shooting move like, at
2: the tv and he's like look behind you like. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> stuff like that it's you know it's, it's referencing one of our favorites halloween and you get to hear that theme in the background throughout screen which is great yeah and yeah, I love that bit. She's like, "Oh shit, what happened?" Um, yeah, and then Stu dying, having the T dying, having the TV dropped on him. I'm using uh, quotation marks there, people, because I've not seen the new one yet. So who knows? Dreams can come true. Literally, anything can happen. <laughs> so anything can happen. That's it. Oh god, I'm so excited. <laughs> I know we're not going to talk about no. it though. This is just the one to four. <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, I think I think that wraps the uh, screen. Yeah, one the, the favorite. Well, yeah.
1: I do want to ask: Do you have any dislikes about this movie?
2: Honestly, mate, when I when I think about it from the top of my head, no, there's nothing that it, with any of them really. Like, I obviously I've got an order of, 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 of like how i rank them F- and favorites. stuff. But yeah, and we'll do that at the end. There's n- there's
1: not much that I can really complain about with yeah, any of them. For, I mean. I do have some complaints about some, but like just dislikes, not really complaints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For this one, I have I have none whatsoever. I absolutely love love this movie. Yeah. Scream Two. Right. So, what's your uh, first impressions about Scream Two? So,
2: obviously, you've got the opening sequence. You've got this new movie that's coming out called Yeah. So. They've they've now set the premise with these opening sequences. This is going to be it for the rest of the franchise. You think you know what I mean? You're gonna every screen movie is going to have like impact as soon as you watch it to sort yeah. of like in a way set the story or just kick the film off. So you know shit is happening again.
1: Yeah, they're never a slow start. It chucks you in, doesn't it? Yeah, throws you. We had that in. with Casey Becker in the first one. Yeah, and in this we're in the cinema. So now we're seeing
2: stabs in production, Stabby. We don't know, obviously, watching it for the first time, we don't know what like, what this is. Um, obviously, you know, gail has been writing a book about the Woodsboro murders. <laughs> uh, and then you, the only way you find out about this is when they sat down in the cinema, they're handing out all these ghost face costumes, and then you, yeah, you're and sort then of watching just... the recreation of like the Casey Becker scene. Uh, yeah, it's so it. weird. And you're like, it? what? Like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> I like, watched the first it's film. Up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, watching that for the first time is a bit of a mindfuck. Um, but then you like, see, you've got the two characters. You've got, uh, is it
1: Jaden Pinkett? Jada Pinker Smith yeah. and Omar Epps yeah. in the cinema.
2: Um, Starting, up, the starting off with name. Yeah, well, starting off with those two characters, and you've got your team. Like your typical like, girl is like, oh, I don't really want to watch the horror movie. I want to go watch the chip flick instead. Here we go. So it's not Phil... it's not really typical girl. It's the, it's the stereotypical girl.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. Uh, Phil and Maureen were the characters' names. In the yes, list. that's the one. Um, I, I have to say, like, I never want to talk about it, especially when we're a horror podcast talking about this, but the scary movie parodies ruined one and two for me because... They blur Scream one and two for me, yeah. where I'm quoting a parody of these films. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. They do the job well and the hilarious, but. It sort of yeah. confuses the two together for you. I, I just always think of the cinema scene in scary movie.
2: See, this is where I've, I've not watched the scary movies as oh, much. So maybe, maybe it's that's. Probably, a good thing. Yeah, it's probably a good thing, to be honest. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, that in the cinema where, you know, everyone's so riled up to watch something that happened in real life which is fucking crazy to think about and then you've got uh omar epps goes to the bathroom and then it's it's a weird kill i would say
2: yeah it's, that's see that was one of those where i was like how the fuck can you get a knife through like
1: <laughs> it's like whispering in a cubicle toilet for anyone who hasn't watched this and then it's like yeah he puts his ear to the cubicle and then a knife pops out yeah
2: i mean you're gonna have some strength to put a knife through thick piece of plastic like that or whatever it is yeah yeah but, but yeah without looking at the Chunk actual like, re- <laughs> realism onto it but yeah, yeah. um yeah, i know what you mean like you hear this like like very high-pitched like m- like mumbling
1: yes yeah, uh, I, I, I was watching it book. last time yeah. and i was like i thought it was saying billy but i could be wrong maybe i'm reading into something that isn't there yeah
2: i've never really took notice to what they're, they're actually mumbling but yeah no, me either um
1: yeah, use the knife just comes out of nowhere, and, straight into the ear as well. Yeah. Which seems like such obviously getting stabbed anywhere isn't fun, but that's got to be such a horrible experience. Yeah. Not somewhere where you think of being stabbed. No. So that, that, yeah, that was so very creative, opening. wasn't it? Yeah, it was a creative yeah. opening. And
2: then obviously, him, um, Ghostface putting the the jacket on and walking into the cinema as if.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. And acting like the boyfriend.
2: Yeah, just blending in with the rest of them because everyone else is in um, a yeah. girl's face costume. So, it, you know what I mean? It, it could happen. It's one of those things that could have happened. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, she just gets stabbed. And then the whole dramatic scene where she's up on stage and the soundtrack's fucking roaring, building up behind you, and everyone's screaming. Yeah, it's and so dramatic. The films. See people yeah.
1: taking the masks off because like, this isn't part of this. Yeah. You know, and then people's realizations, the shock.
2: And then I love the dramatic death, though, like, uh,
1: uh. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just a quick, <laughs> oh, it's so funny.
2: Yeah. And then both straight into the, uh, the uh, opening titles and yeah. into
1: the movie. Obviously, we have another big twist in this, which. It's one of my favorite things, but I'll be honest, I'm not huge on Scream 2. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know why. I don't know, because it, it kind of feels like the same thing over again, except it's just work out all these new characters and the killers. Yeah,
2: I can uh, I can see where you're coming from, yeah. Like, com- like compared to... I, I might as well just give my list off now. It's like, I, I usually really... I,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. You we want me to it, do it? Yeah. Do it to the end. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's sorry. okay. I'll feel the off. chips at the end. You
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I can kind of see where you're coming from. Um They've, they've introduced a, obviously a, a bunch of different characters. Sydney's moved um from where she we're was. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Well, we at college, different set of friends. Uh I know what you mean. It's a similar vibe in it.
1: Yeah. Like with a, yeah, with a
2: boyfriend and, um,
1: yeah. And again, it's playing off the, uh, oh, it could be this person, Switch. Um, yeah. And yeah, you've got you've got Randy, Sydney, Dewey, and Gail, who are all our returning characters. Am I right? And
2: yeah, that's correct, yeah. Um, all of them. So you see Gail and uh, Dewey uh, meeting up. With, well, you've got Gail coming back again, who you thought would have got, like, got over it and stopped bugging Sydney, but she's back again, <laughs> and she's still bugging Sydney, even though she knows how much shit they've been through together. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's still persistent on getting a fucking story. you think she'd get the point, but she doesn't. Um, so I think she gets slapped again. Yeah. Is, yeah.
1: I, I saved your life. You'd think yeah. like, give me a break now. Yeah. I will say that slap in the first one is one of my most quoted things where it's like, I'll get you a copy. Boom. Boom. <laughs> bitch went down. Yeah. Boom. Sid. <laughs> super bitch. Oh, I love Tatum. She's so good in that first one. Yeah, mom. underrated character, in my opinion.
2: But yeah, like going back on, going back on to yeah, this again. So, so like Dewey and Gail's relationship has changed a bit. So you saw, you saw them both like romancing towards the end. And now they're like, something's happened between them both. They well, they just haven't seen each other in a while. And he's read the book that she's wrote. And it's not so many nice things that said about it. Yeah. Making him look a bit like stupid. And, and stuff like She's that. She's
1: saying she, she exaggerated for the story kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Um, so obviously there's that tension between them between them both now, and like obviously Dewey's coming back and saying hello to everyone, and they're all like hooking up again. And but then, like you said, we've got the new characters, so sydney has got a new boyfriend who obviously now we're going to be suspicious of at first. Like anything that happens, yeah, we're going to be thinking
1: it's the it's got to be the boyfriend.
2: Yeah, it, it's gotta be him again, but then obviously. At the same time, like, would it? Would they want to repeat the same like formula? Like the but thinking?
1: maybe that's what you least expect. Yeah, well, you
2: exactly. Know? It so, could go either way, innit? It's like playing. This polka. is why we don't trust these films. No.
1: <laughs> and also, you've got Cotton Weary, who's now out. Yeah, Gale has like said, "Yes, yeah, Sid, will meet up with you," and that's not something Sid has said. No. So you've got this like t- obviously tension between them, and then yeah. Yeah, very awkward, very weird. You get very suspicious of Cotton in this one as well. 100 percent He's uh, he, he comes across as a very dodgy
2: character. He's desperate for his TV primetime spots. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um and then you've got the library scene where he seems a bit more a bit intimidating. And then Gail towards in the end of the film. A card. Yeah. Gail should I say sees the blood all over Cotton after Cotton says he's discovered Dewey's body. And then it just oh, all yeah. sort of sort of starts throwing it towards Cotton on this one. You're like, oh shit! So he, he could actually be a killer. Um, but yeah, that's the thing with these films—they throw you off, man. You want you think 100%. one person could be a killer, so it's what that's what I love about it. Some films you can predict it, you can predict how it's going to end, and yeah, so predictable. Whereas these are so well written, um, you just don't know. obviously there's so many scripts that they write as well because they don't want you to they want people on set to be finding out so yeah it's the best thing i gotta
1: keep the shit quiet because the the fun part of these are figuring out who did it yeah like we've just said um okay we've gone quite larger on scream 2 than i thought we would on initial thoughts let's get on to favorite kills you know, what are your favourite kills in this? Do you have any that stand out for you?
2: Well, just before we go, just before we go on kills no, as well. Okay. Sorry, yeah.
1: All right. So, no, no.
2: So we wanted, I wanted to go a bit more into obviously. So you've got like Sid, who's got who's obviously questioning all her all, like relationships in this, like not just a boyfriend, but with everyone. Like she can't trust anyone. It's Which, by the again. way,
1: completely understandable. Yeah,
2: and she's got <laughs> bad PTSD. You can see it during the performance in the theatre. where... She she sees Ghostface again, or or does she? Like, and everything's happening at once. And yeah, she she's she just fo- obviously fucked up from that first film, and you're feeling pretty bad for her because it's like she's in a, her own space. She, the only person she could probably trust is like Jimmy. Yeah, do you know what I mean? At the, at this point, um, yeah, for sure. Maybe a friend, um, but you, Haley is her name y- yeah, Haley, a name. Yeah, Haley.
1: But. <sighs> All right, let's 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 talk about the actual killers now rather than after the favorite kills. Yeah. Yeah, go because, because personally, I would much prefer it to have been Billy's mum and Haley the best friend. Right. And to me, that would have been better. Yeah. Because I feel like Mickey's... So, nothing against him. I'm not a fan, but he feels like very much on the side. Like, just... He, he gets introduced as normal. But I feel like if it was the best friend wanted a chance at, like... Oh well, films are being made about you now. I want to be remembered. That would have been like more impactful and like.
2: Yeah, you kind of like why is, what what's the real real motive for Mickey to, to be Mickey. doing that? Yeah,
1: yeah, Mickey Yeah, Mickey feels wrong. I love that it's Billy's mum, and she's so subtly added into the whole film throughout. Yeah, you know, as a reporter bugging Gale for tips and stuff mm. like that. But, yeah. Yeah, Mickey really like lowers my opinion of this movie.
2: Like, don't get me wrong. What's his What's his name now? The actor who plays Mickey? Oh,
1: let me find out for you. You're asking some questions there, mate.
2: Scream Two.
1: Oh, um, Timothy Elephant. Elephant. Yeah.
2: So, he, do you know what? Like, I I did enjoy his character in this film. I, even though he's very, it's very like in the background, his character. You you know what I mean. He pops up every so often. Sort of comes across as like a bit more of a, a settled down. Stewart would say he's got that sort of humour. Do you know what I mean? about Yeah. Him? yeah. Um, That's
1: definitely who it's trying to like imitate. You know, yeah. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah.
2: Um, and he pulls it off. Well, I mean, he, especially towards the end, he look he, he looks like he plays off that psychopath vibe Well, and yeah, he definitely like, does. Yeah. He, he, he just in his eyes and like, he's all like characteristic about it and whole blaming them, whole movies thing at the end of it, were which is basically what they was doing on the first film as well. Do you know what I mean? They wanted to blame the movies for the for the oh, killings. No, no,
1: they were saying don't blame the movies. Oh, don't. Oh, yeah, it was one. Yeah, don't blame the
2: movies. Get it? Get it confused? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's the uh, the twist and the nod, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but he's a fucking he's
2: a great actor though. I loved I loved him in um, in Santa Clarita Diet as well. Oh so yeah, good. so good.
1: Yeah, don't get me wrong. I like. Timothy, you know, as an actor, yeah. I just don't like the story that he's written in. Yeah. As, like, I shouldn't be able to think if it's the best friend and Billy's mum would be better. I don't want to be thinking if anything should be better. I should just be like, that's sick. Yeah. But for some reason, I do feel let down by just, you know, the fact that it is Mickey and not, I don't know. Yeah. And then, then i you're saw- not a screenwriter.
2: So. Yeah. I mean, you find it, obviously. So, so yeah, when you, when you when you find it, it's it's Mrs. Loomis uh, or, De- or Debbie yeah. Salt, and um, and it's just telling you obviously about the backstory with that and why why what her motive is behind it. So, um, her and her husband broke up because Maureen Prescott his mom uh, started yeah. having an affair, apparently with with uh, with her husband yeah. at the
1: time, which you, you see referenced in you know is talked about in the original, isn't it? Yeah,
2: um, that's
1: that's Billy's motive as well. So so
2: that's the whole thing without breaking them open and obviously Billy dying. So you can tell why she's kind of yeah, gone insane.
1: That's why I like her I, I, as one of the the murderers, because i completely understand the motives. Whereas Mickey, yeah. I'm just like, does he just want to kill people?
2: And she's dotted, she's only dotted throughout in little bits. She only appears to have swapped yeah, in bugging gale, like most of the time. Subtly added as a news reporter. Um yeah. And again, when you're watching the film back through, it's cool because you can sort of see the points of where she's just randomly appeared. Like, for example, uh, S- uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, like her character, her death in the um, in one of the sororities when she gets thrown off the balcony, and um, and then you get the whole news vans outside first, and then Debbie just turns up. Shit, through, just yeah. turns up. She's already there. She's like one of the. I've fir- never thought about. She's that. the first reporter on scene because uh, Gail turns up and she's like, "Oh yeah, I've already, I've already reported about it and."
1: She
2: like does, that, yeah. yeah she brags about it doesn't yeah she? so she wants to obviously one-up gail because she fucking her. and like <laughs> she's
1: yeah she's getting the benefits of you know oh i know there's a murder gonna happen let's get the scoop
2: yeah immediately yeah you know? so it's cool again watching it back and then knowing who the killer is but just seeing those like moments of where things are all adding up and like you know what i mean within the whole story yeah so
1: yeah i, I do like that but yeah, my only criticism is Mickey. Yeah. Oh, well, let's let's do favorite kills. Well, what
2: about Randy in this as well? Sorry to go on again. <laughs> no, uh, my yeah. god,
1: I'm never gonna get on. You're films. never
2: gonna get no. Yeah. So like Randy uh, in this, he's fucking, he's awesome. Like Randy's, his at his prime in this movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's going on about sequels and he's having that sort of chat with Mickey as well about the sequels. You know, in the uh, in film class. In class, yeah. Um, and and again, that's another thing. It's it's being very meta in itself. It's like saying, "Oh, sequels always fucking suck compared to the first film." When's the sequel yeah. ever better than the first film? And the naming of these movies, and and then I, and one of them mentions Godfather Two, and he's God just Godfather like the yeah. you know, I mean? I prefer, Yeah, you know, I actually prefer Godfather Two over the first one. He's fucking sick. You, no, I get it. Yeah, Robert De Niro's in it, for example. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's cool because it, it's acting on real
1: life. I'm- like not just not just horror films this time, but just what we know yeah. from movies and just our Hollywood, own yeah, opinions. in general, yeah.
2: Yeah, and our own opinions and not, a lot of people probably would have agreed with that at the time. And it's just it's just enjoyable to watch and, and hear as well. And, yeah. and Randy yeah, being a is. character that's so like he's he's got such a passion for like that sort of stuff. It just sort of you sort of suck it all in, don't you, throughout the film, and it's cool. You do, and, yeah. and he and he just becomes one of those lovable characters, even though he's a bit of he's a bit of a nutcase and he? he's like, he's got his own
1: he's, lovable He's not character. like, you don't suspect him at all anymore no. in this. And yeah, you, you are like, it grounds you from to the first one where you're like, that's the guy I really loved. You know, I really loved Randy in the first one. Yeah. I completely trust him here.
2: That's the guy that I go to when they're asking about the killers, Dewey and Randy. Yeah. He, he's your guide
1: throughout other. now. Yeah, that's you it. Know. And he's your guide later on as well, which we'll get to. But what did you think? Think of his death. Can I get on to death? Is yeah, fine? it's going to Gonna let me. The, get yeah, to it? yeah it's right. Kills. What's your favourite kills in this? So,
2: I think what my favourite kill in this um, was Sydney's bodyguard in the car crash scene because that's fucking him. Really? Yeah, do you know when he's uh, he's holding onto the car and Ghostface is driving it? And the car fucking crashes and the, the pole just goes straight through his head into yeah. the car. I've got to be honest I was with like, you.
1: oh my God. In fact, we'll just do favourite kills. I'll I'll tie back to this in a minute. Yeah.
2: So I thought that was yep. a pretty grim kill because when you see him and he's it like is grim, twitching yeah, and he's after his gun and that, and then that ties on to that oh, scene, which is, that, yeah. that scene's creepy as fuck when they're having to climb over the face. That's, that was tense enough, mate. I thought shit was going to stop there. <laughs>
1: So, honestly, I feel bad for saying this. My favorite kill in this is the cinema where Maureen is murdered. Just because I love the the tension, the build-up. She discovers the blood in this pocket, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. I think Um, that is definitely top as well, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, uh, you know, if you've watched Scary Movie... the the character in scary movie is accused of talking too much in the cinema and now when i watch scary movie uh, not scary movie sorry when i watch scream 2 now and i see maureen in the cinema next to ghostface but she doesn't she thinks it's a boyfriend she talks way too much and i'm like yeah "Yeah, you deserve to die (laughs) you know if if you listen to this podcast enough you know my pet peeve is anything in the cinema where you're distracting me yeah so,
2: yeah. Oh, um, die. I fucking hope there's no one in Scream
1: who's going to be doing that. Oh, oh, I beg. I'd like oh. to think people that are going first showing are just, you know, fans who want to see it. Yeah. I'm hoping, you know? Anyway, let's get... <laughs> yeah, continuing. But yeah, I do love that. And the dramatics and the reveal of everyone, like, pulling their ghost face mask off. Yeah, yeah. Just the shock. And it's like, imagine being stabbed you've gone over there to get people's attention and now you're just discovering everyone from being riled and rallied up to yeah oh fuck that 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 scene that whole scene is just dramatic
2: in itself and like like we mentioned before the whole score brings itself up the whole everyone's the whole cinema's roaring it's like the ending to the film but at the beginning
0: yeah yeah that's what's
1: so good about it if you had a final death that would perfectly fit
2: yeah that tied on um so yeah i agree with you on that yeah so that's probably like tied top um randy's randy's death scene in this
1: it's pretty sad isn't it it's pretty it's unexpected dis- as well it's disappointing yeah isn't it? the fact that he dies is on, yeah it is. And it's it's you you get that pan around him as he's on the phone and you're trying to work out who's he on the phone to because they can see him
2: yeah so you're trying to work that out <laughs> the best thing about that is when he when he first gets the phone call. And he's like, he's wondering who it is. And then Gale and Dewey wander off to go find people who are on the phone. And the first question he asked him is, what's your favourite and scary movie?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, So good. <laughs> yeah, aware. it is. I was annoyed he died and I feel like his death could have been bigger, personally. Yeah, but f- <sighs> his death feels like a letdown. Yeah, He's dragged 100%. into the back of a van and stabbed Oh, yeah, they could have given him a. This a is one of our favourite characters from the original. He deserves. If anything, a I would dramatic.
2: rather Randy just have survived and maybe Dewey had a good send off. Ooh. <laughs> Fucking hell. Even though I, loved Dewey, sure. but I love Dewey, but I think I just love Randy <laughs> over.
1: Yeah, I do. And I, I feel so like, good. you know, in the following films, we try and replace Randy to guide us throughout the movie. Well, yeah, well, that's it. Um, and, you know, maybe the regret. That kill, yeah. I certainly would if I wrote that. But yeah, um, I think I, I like it and I dislike it at the same time. It's
2: with with all the films, I think they have just got perfect casting on
1: it. You know, what I mean, oh yeah, like yeah, I agree.
2: Uh, that the characters are just cast perfectly. I mean, like Jamie Kennedy is is Randy. You you couldn't have picked anyone
1: better for it. You know what I mean? Matthew Lillard is Stu. You couldn't have picked anyone better for it. And do you know what's funny? The only time, like, you think, "Oh, this casting feels weird. What? What am I watching?" It's like, "Oh, it's a stab movie, and it's purposely, yeah, chosen to feel like that, so you know it's not in this world. It yeah, feels yeah. off." That is something that I don't think gets credited enough. You got a good shout there for that.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just perfect casting for it, man. And they just play the characters so well. Um, I'd love to see I'd love to see Jamie Kennedy come back playing Randy, but. It's obviously never
1: going to happen it can't happen can it no. although you never know we've just said in the last one yeah anything can happen speaking of anything can happen is there anything you dislike about this movie let's get on to dislikes Again, I like, nothing
2: from the top of my head without me, like, oh, trying really? to think. About, yeah. I'm, I know
1: it's hard to criticise. It, it is It is hard to criticise. So maybe you would say the death of Randy, though.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I wish you could. He yeah, yeah. could have had a, a lot of, a, like, a bit more of a better send-off. Um, 100% anyway. better
1: send-off. I'll be honest with you, I hate the whole car scene. Did you not like that? With the bodyguards, right. with... Like you got the option to just unmask Ghostface right there when he's passed out. Well, see, I was it's like I was only watching we'll this before.
2: I was watching this before. Um That bugs me
1: so and much. I I
2: was thinking about this and she did have an opportunity to take his mask off there and then. But then, then again in that situation, they've both been taking so long to try and get out of that car. And just put you put yourself in their situation, as soon as you get out of the I ain't taking his mask off. I'm just fucking running. I'm not, I'm not chancing him grabbing all the men, stabbing me in the arm. So I, but, c- I can kind of see why they run off. And then she goes back and I'm like, why are you going back? Just fucking yeah. run. you have started running now. Dislike, yeah, run.
0: choose
1: one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one or the other, like just commit to it. But if you've already started running, carry on running. You've made that decision. 100%. Do not go back to the car. Cause you're going to fucking die. And then, and then how it turns out is Haley dies instead. yeah she does so they should have just carried on running (laughs) like
1: why stop yeah do you know what? i agree but i feel like sydney prescott's just survived the you know the Woodsboro murders which fucking crazy yeah she has a film based off on her granted she's you know we see her suffering from ptsd as you've mentioned and but that's your opportunity to like you're confronting it anyway yeah take that mask off discover who's after you
2: well, that's it. So she says that when, the, when the ball fight, they both fight, they stop running. They're like, well, if, if I take his mask off, this will all end now. We'll know who it is. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah that's which true. Is true. That, that's it. And it's like, the other thing is we see uh, Mrs. Loomis throughout, but it's only with Gail that we see her. Yeah. It's never with Sydney. And then oh. when it is confronted, then we get that she recognises her, which, of course, yeah, you know, it's Billy's mum. Of course, she's going to recognise her.
2: So who do you think it is who's in the car then because I the, so there's a whole YouTube like series there's a guy who's got like who who killed who or something like that um
1: we'll link it below yeah. in the uh YouTube video. It's a cool show. watch
2: and he's done it he's done it for each one of the screams and it's basically uh, his opinion but also obviously everyone else has been chipping in who they think is the killer in each one of the scenes or who's behind I and like that. that. And it, that's and it is cool, cool because that's, that's another thing where you can watch that video and then go back and watch the films again with fresh eyes and piece it together for yourself.
1: That, that's one thing I love about these movies. No matter how many times I've watched them, there's still... Bits you pick up on. You're still figuring new stuff out, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, the, again, while I watched Scream 2 today, there's like another thing I picked up on where um, what do you call it? Gale's character. Um, again, it's it's becoming meta again. She says something about like her face being put on Jennifer Aniston's body or something like that, and she's referencing that, and it's like a clear Friends reference. Yeah, like, which is mad, as not it? Cox herself. And I, I, <laughs> I I literally, was, I heard it because I was doing my work, working from home, and then watching at the same time, and he heard that, and I went, "If
1: you met his employee, he never heard that." <laughs>
2: yeah. I was still working anyway, you know what I mean? Hit targets and all that, fine. It's in the background. Yeah, yeah. it's in the background. Um, but yeah, I was like, that, that's a clear fucking Friends reference right there. Yeah, I'd never noticed yeah. that
1: before, but it's something you
2: pick up on, isn't it? Again.
1: I don't think great. I've noticed that. No. That is, I'll, I'll be honest, I can't believe how much we've talked about Screen 2, because it is probably one of my least watched films. It is packed, personally.
2: mate. It is packed. And also, watching it for the first time, we getting
1: stabbed. You think he's yeah, dead, you don't that, know yeah, you alive do. until the end. Again, something they do quite often, you think someone's dead and then it's like, from left field? No, they're not.
2: He's, I don't know how the fuck he survived, that. Like me, so many times. <laughs> he's got a bad limp that's... in this film because he got stabbed in the back and it pricked a nerve.
1: Yeah.
2: And now, uh, somehow survived getting stabbed again in the back. So that's
1: what I'm saying. If Dewey, if Dewey can survive this, I think Stu can survive a TV on the head. Yeah, hundred percent. That's the only What's one where really? I'm absolutely certain. <laughs> I know those TVs are heavy, but come on. Oh, I just that's one thing I just
2: can't wait for is just to clear all these different theories and be like, right, right, okay, <laughs> so we know now, we know because yeah, and it's just being teased so much in it, and we don't yeah. know the killer is
1: Right, let's move on to screen three. <laughs> I would say. Right, I'm gonna say it straight away. It's a better story than two, immediately. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. I, I agree with you on that one. I think we see like something Jess pointed out which I never thought of is uh that Sydney probably sees Dewey like a brother because they both lost Tatum. Okay. Which yeah. I never really thought about, which it makes sense why Dewey's trusted to Sydney and no one else. Yeah. You know,
2: I, I didn't I didn't think about I never thought about you know, no. no. It's not really across well, like, my mind when
1: I've been watching y- the other You ones. know, it's some character development that I absolutely love. Yeah. So it just it just makes sense, but you don't think about it.
2: Yeah. They always spend um, the, obviously they they always come back and reunite in these films and they're like the closer than ever. And they like you said they're
1: like brother and sister and he's like the big from brother. From the trailer, from the trailer for the new one looks like the exact same thing, you know? Yeah. He's checking up on her. Yeah. From what we know. You know, these trailers can be taken out of context as well. That's that yeah. wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. But, uh, yeah, I think this is a better story. And I absolutely love the setting of the movie studio. And I love yeah, that we get, back, we get backstory to Maureen Prescott, who's a character we've never actually seen. Yeah. But you hear about all the way in the original. And th- to me, that's what makes the, it a better story. So it ties in,
2: so, yeah. A so thousand percent. I had that wrote down as well. So the, the whole backstory thing, I think also uh like like you said mentioned about the movie set but also being being behind the scenes of a horror movie and seeing the inner workings of a film like it's another way of wes craven getting even more meta with it yeah you know what it's I mean? true that like, it's, which it's,
1: you see in like a new nightmare yeah it's meta but, on another yeah. level but yeah like you said it's new but nightmare it, it, but it, it's twist. even more so because she's in her own house back in woodsboro where yeah. these attacks happened and she's walking around and she goes All "Right, i just go in this room and then boom it isn't a room To fucking six foot drop or whatever
2: <laughs> it's crazy isn't it is it's them in a horror film set with on a film based on their lives and the events of yeah the other films that we've also seen so we're on this journey with them and it gets even more
1: confusing yeah. and i will say confusing because it takes me so long to figure this out but we have Almost what you could view as double characters yeah. because the casting feels right, but it's oh, I'm playing you, I'm playing Gail Weathers, yeah, or oh, I'm playing Sydney Prescott, and it's like it's so weird,
2: yeah, man. And there's, there's that also you think they get on with each other, but then Gail and the woman who's playing Gail like they don't, they just
1: don't, their whole you know, interaction yeah. is amazing yeah. throughout. And it's like she's close with Dewey because Dewey and Gail have separated now, and yeah. And he's There's he's he's, he's like
2: a bodyguard into he? yeah tight, yeah so. it's
1: mad isn't it it's so funny that dynamic of like yeah friends with your
2: so like he's the bodyguard or like looking out for the actress that's playing Gail Gail
1: Weathers in Stab yeah
2: it's fucking weird isn't it
1: I love it I I, lo- I love. How they all tangle it all in and it's... And then it gets more meta in Stab because they're talking about so many script rewrites, which is a reference to what actually went on in Scream 2. Yeah. And the original, I suppose, as well.
2: So the opening to this film is, is again, like a huge... Another line. strong opening. Another another strong opening and killing off a biggest character within the Scream universe straight Someone away. We've
1: suspected throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And, you know, proved to be wrong time and time again. I love the build-up to this as opening as well. It's Cotton stuck in traffic. Yeah. Getting a phone call from a fan, you yeah. know.
2: Yeah, yeah, somebody who wants to know Cotton. So you see, like, obviously he's made that jump from where he's desperate for the fame in the second one and now he's, like, the host of a TV show. Yeah. Uh, which is cool seeing. And then he's just driving down probably, like, Sunset Boulevard or something. And like I said, he's speaking to what he thinks is a fan. Um and yeah,
1: then Ghostface just fucking. Well,
2: no, he's like. Well, he attacks. Yeah.
1: Ghostface attacks his girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't actually kill the girlfriend, but has been using Cotton's voice.
2: Yeah, so this is a new thing. As the one this I got on here, wee- so you've got a new voice changer where you can see he's like. I got to be honest. Yeah. It's goofy.
1: Yeah. But I like it at the same time. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a whole it's the whole way of him manipulating like the whole situation. Um.
1: 'Cause you can use everyone's voice, which, you know, I can suspend my belief that that exists for this.
2: Yeah. But it, like again, it's just chucking it this could be the ending to a film. Like to what you know what I mean? This could be like sort of an Yeah, ending that'd film. be the final
1: Yeah, that's true. Like, like the it, intros feel like final scenes yeah. to you know, the third act, big reveal. Hundred percent. That's what they feel like you are, right? Rushing through the traffic, trying to get home and and the next minute it goes to a scene and
2: you're seeing Ghostface watching her in the shower. And then all that building up, and he's rushing in trying to find out who it is.
1: And yeah, and it's shot so well that you can't really figure out no. the timeline of what's happened between them no. until they confront one another. Yeah,
2: because you go in and you think she might still be in the shell, which she's trapped in, yeah. in this room where all she's heard is a voice from of, that what she thinks is caught on outside the door, but it's not actually caught on. And then when he actually does turn up, she's like, Who the fuck he is him? The hell yeah, of like, him, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, she beats Cotton with like, is it like a golf club or something? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Ghostface appears out of the closet and you're like, oh shit, what
0: the fuck's going on? Yeah, it's the bit where she's
1: sat with her back
2: to the corridor. And and that's the bit where I think if you was in the cinema, you'd be shouting at the fucking screen saying, (laughs) behind you, like (laughs) fucking behind you. Like you see Cotton's like got a lay reaction to it. He sort of turns around and he's like, oh yeah, watch out next minute. Both yeah stabbed and he's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I and then uh, Cotton's death, man, as well.
1: Fuck. Yeah,
2: I thought I thought he might have had a fighting chance, but no.
1: I mean, I, I think it makes sense, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does definitely. What more could you do with Cotton to keep the story interesting? Like, yeah. I'm I'm happy with that intro. I think it's just as exciting.
2: I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy with Cotton's uh, Cotton's death on that as well. I think he like he's had a justice like it doesn't feel death though.
1: Yeah. It doesn't feel undersold, like we've no. previously had with uh Randy, yeah, and this brings it in
2: for the film as well, because obviously this strikes the attention of the rest of the guys now, like holy shit, someone's killed cotton
1: yeah, it's happening yeah, so again now, like the actors are getting worried, yeah, <laughs> which is funny, and more more people to panic, and you've also got uh Sydney Prescott completely closed off from everyone um. Which sounds like a, a crisis helpline?
2: Yeah, yeah. She's in the middle which, of nowhere. She's yeah, been put there from like police, like probably police protection,
1: yeah,
2: police protection or something like that. I, I'd
1: I'd assume that, but I think it's just her doing it off her back because yeah. even um the detective can't find Sydney, and he's trying to get you know Kincaid's trying to get Dewey to get a hold of Sydney.
2: Yeah. Do you know what's cool? Cool about the beginning? Sorry, when you first see Sydney in the uh, in the house that she's in uh, I'm pretty sure it is the third one you see the um, the bus pull up outside the house the school bus and that stops pulls up outside the house and then uh, obviously carries on going or whatever and then you pan on to Sydney's house that reminds me of uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street 2 the bus scene I'm picking yes. them up and it's the whole yeah. it's the whole color, color grading of the whole scene and just the way it's set and the angle as well of like of the camera when you see the buzz, it just instantly reminds me of that introduction from uh, Nightmare on Elf Street 2. I don't know if he did that on purpose, but because it, obviously it's the same sort of buzz on it. But It wouldn't surprise it's me if it was time. done
1: on purpose, let's be honest.
2: So again, just chucking little bits like that into it. that's <laughs> it's something it as simple much, yeah. as a school bus. Yeah, and just the way it's shot, it. yeah, it's cool. But yeah, there's there's, very, there's different scary bits throughout this as well. So yeah, you got like Sid who's home alone and she has like, that scene where she sees a mum and a mum creatures having shit. that dream. Yeah, that's weird oh. that. I remember seeing that as a kid for the first time and I was creeped the fuck out by that bit. Like do you know what I mean? Like fuck girl's face, that shit's scary. Like what's yeah. that like? Yeah, like, that is creepy. By saw- putting her hands on the window and like. Oh, oh. me,
1: no. Nope. The, it's the white gown as well. I think that does it. It's always a white gown. Yeah. <laughs> it's horror movies. It pisses me off so much because it's creepy.
2: <laughs> oh man, yeah. So there's just bits like that in the film again that add to it, and then the whole thing now where you've got they think the killer's following the script. He's got the script, and they think he's following oh, yeah, it. But like, yeah. even, but like, as you mentioned before, they say, "Oh, there's so many rewi- rewrites that they've had. Which script is the is the killer going off?
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, they're trying. Nobody to knows. It yeah." i forgot about that yeah yeah i, I love I, I really love number three I, I think it gets disregarded a lot but i think this is the more fun film
2: yeah we get we get randy back we didn't think we'd see randy again
1: See, if- yeah that that's definitely a highlight of the entire film is bumping into randy's sister on the movie set yeah Ma- and she's martha. there to get sid yeah martha <laughs> And um, she has a tape, and Randy's filmed himself saying, "If you're watching this, I didn't make it."
2: Yeah, it's quite sad, isn't it? That moment, when you see it, them yeah, watching, it's. Like, an... Oh, dude, I miss that guy.
1: I think that's the moment where, like, you know, they were making number three, and maybe they were like, "We shouldn't have killed Randy." Yeah. How do we get him back without him being like, oh, I survived? It's okay. Yeah. And it's it, like, and it oh, videotape.
2: Starts talking about the trilogy. He touches up on trilogies on the second one, but on obviously this now, he's like, he's going all, all about the rules of a trilogy and sort of predicting what's going to happen. Um, yeah. And then you've also got that bit of comedy from him as well, because his roommate's trying to get in the room and he's telling him, fuck it <laughs> off. He's trying to film.
1: Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that, that's that's a real highlight for me throughout the whole film.
2: Yeah. So the, um, there's a guy from work who's into his horror films and you know, like Scream as well. And we, we've had this thing where like, we've been taking the piss saying, what if Martha's like one of the killers in the new film? <laughs>
1: what if Martha's got a motive? That's so funny. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Sydney, you didn't give uh, my brother a chance. Die. Yeah. Die. <laughs> so just
2: turns up fucking kicking ass
0: yeah
1: It'd be funny wouldn't <sighs> it i want that to ha- if you've predicted this i'm going to be very angry can you imagine <laughs> <laughs> oh man
2: uh yeah uh, what about the um some of the things in this film as well so obviously you've got the whole like all based in hollywood sort of thing and the dropping all these different characters in the mix and then you also get cameos so jane silent bob <sighs> You do? How fucking cool is that? I remember, yeah, I remember. What, like, I'd only watched Jane Silent Bob movies probably about five years ago, five six years ago. So, yeah, like, watch again the, another thing. Watching Scream three again, and then I spot that as like another new thing. I was like, holy shit, Jane Silent yeah. Bob like walking into the studio.
1: You got uh, Carrie Fisher as well. Carrie Fisher, yeah, which is an amazing one because like, are you? And she's like, no. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> it's just that, it's So like, you, good, Carrie yeah.
2: And she says that she lost her. She was supposed to play some uh, princess Leia, yeah. like that. And Carrie, beat, Carrie Fisher beat her to it.
1: Yeah, it's so good.
2: Which at yeah, first, I, you know what? That forget did, about that. It did make me question it. You know, when I when I when I saw that, and obviously I was big into Star Wars, I was like, Yeah, is that Carrie Fisher? Or is that actually a lookalike? <laughs> I had to obviously look at the credits and Google it, but it actually yeah. it did throw me off as well. At one point, I was like, maybe it isn't Carrie Fisher. Sort of but it is, right,
1: yeah, yeah, no problem. It is Carrie Fisher, which is uh and and the after, after, so this is one thing I absolutely love is the backstory of Maureen Prescott had a, you know, did film work and she has a history in Hollywood. So let's yeah. let's discover it. And this is as they're on the set of Stab Three, and um, you know, before the Me Too movement happened, you've also got the character, you know, the producer saying, well, yeah, the reason I didn't tell you is, you know, we go to these parties and we yeah. sleep for roles. And that was what it was. And then fast forward a few years later and, you know, this is the reality that's actually happening, which is yeah, horrifying. Which but- is,
2: do you know what? Do you know, now you think about that, then it's just clicked in my head. Like the Weinsteins, Wayne, the Weinsteins or whatever you want to say. Weinsteins did yeah. produce, yeah. Did produce the series and they were doing that shit. Well, Bob. Yeah. Bob was, anyway, from what we know. No, Harvey. Sorry, not Bob. I sorry, Bob. Sorry, me. Bob. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't trust yeah. any music, uh,
1: movie producer, anymore. <laughs> yeah. so but yeah, that's fine. Obviously,
2: Harvey's <laughs> the one who got he got convicted of it. But yeah, that now now I'm think, that's only just clicked in my head. Now I'm thinking about that.
1: Yeah, well, a like, because it's weird, isn't it? So when you're, from what I understand, I don't know films properly. I, I talk to me about music all day, but you know, from what I gather executive producers are pretty much just here's the money right. and don't really care what you do it's they're after an investment and a return whereas producers can actually be like let's jump in and change this and yeah rewrite this and whatever so i'm pretty sure they're executive producers on this so i yeah. wonder if it was almost like people in the industry you know trying to be like um you should look into this yeah, without them was, saying. Yeah, you like, know, it's like a
2: subtle, like a subtle, dig, like a subtle dig, like a yeah. subtle digging the way to it to the industry at the time. Yeah, I bet there's loads of stuff like that in it that we don't pick up on because we're not obviously we're not clued up on looking for that. Yeah, on or, all the yeah, industry yeah, stuff because we've like never, you you know I mean, we've never been involved in that sort of thing. But there's probably like when you, when you rewatch it and different people seeing it from their own experiences, they probably just have different. Outcomes and, and different, you know, views on the film and what they see like, and stuff.
1: You know, it's a heavy topic watching it to begin with. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, someone abusing their power so you can get what you need in a career. It, it, you know, absolutely disgusting. Even more horrifying when real life is pretty much imitated what we've watched. So now going back and watching mm. it, you're like, fuck. Yeah.
2: That's a crazy. That's why we're talking that, about yeah. it now. Like, yeah, I've never thought about that until now, and it's fucking weird that, isn't it?
1: Yeah, now that's the real horror that uh, is going on in these movies. That is a real thing. Like I won I, I wonder if that was wrote
2: in on purpose for for that reason.
1: We'll never know, mate.
2: It's crazy, isn't it? But yeah, that's that's one thing I've never made a connection with. So I guess I anyone about, else watching yeah. this, so I don't know if you made that connection, but
1: yeah, sorry if I heard that. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's crazy. And then you've got so let's talk about the killer. It's Roman. Yeah. Who is is the director, if I'm if yeah, I'm right, of Stab Three. Yeah. And he's you know, the big reveal is we're going to a party, it's Roman's birthday. Yeah. Uh Sid goes down, the cast of Stab Three are there, and this is where like they're in this huge house yeah. which is in Halloween H20. Yeah. Um I'm going to say H20 and not H2O because there's no mermaids in Halloween, don't forget. <laughs> anyway, um so it's an incredible location which we're familiar with. Yeah. And they've got this like hidden rooms and loads of props because it's you know the producer the producer's house where this party is being thrown. Yeah,
0: the
2: ho-
1: it's a great the house great is location like a, and final.
2: Yeah, the house is like amazing. It like there's all sorts of different rooms, and you'd just be completely fucking lost in there if you didn't know yeah. what was what. And that's the dangerous thing about this because obviously Roman, Roman's Perfect familiar for the killer. with that environment. Yeah. He's brought him to. Is it his house or is it the? Um, it's the, the producer's, producer's house. house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he's obviously familiar with it. He's he's, he's been there earlier. Yeah, on, of course. So it, he's like bringing bringing them into the layer with them unknowingly going there thinking they're going to a party but he's roping them in he's set up all his stuff and he's ready to get slashing (laughs) (laughs) yeah um like you said man this is a fucking brilliant way to conclude the film
1: i like it as well because we've got like the stab three characters being like well what would my character do? Because they are now in that scenario. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's so funny seeing the like them as an actor and then them as the Ooh, thinking about the character. It's such a like yeah. within, 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 you know. Yeah. <laughs> it gets mad, doesn't it?
2: Um Sydney turning up on her own. Uh, when she finds like that Gail and Gail and Dewey been tied up and
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's an window. obvious trap. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, she has to chuck the gun in the pool and all that. You know what I mean? Like, he's keeping an eye on it all. He's controlling the scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? He knows what's happening. And then just. And this
1: is almost more of a confrontational sort of approach yeah. with Ghostface and Sydney from what, you know, as opposed to what we've previously seen.
2: Yeah, 100%. It's a lot, it seems like a lot more personal, which is what you get, obviously, towards the end. But uh, just rewinding before that, um, a few characters get killed off, obviously, mainly the cast of... Um, stab 3. Stab 3, yeah, um, in various different ways. Um, but then the main one is where you think Roman's dead. He goes down into that basement. There's all these different, like, horror props down there, which is pretty cool. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. And
2: then, yeah, you think Roman's dead because uh, they open the casket and his body's and in there. he's that. in there, yeah. yeah. So that was pretty cool. That was a good way of tricking <laughs> you to...
1: He's just a—he's uh, acting, guys.
2: Yeah, he's got way of tricking us to thinking, obviously, it's not Roman. Yeah, ch- um,
1: change your thought process. Yeah,
2: because you because you, you probably start thinking it, don't you? Towards some point, you know, you know what I mean? Because he gets done for it, actually, doesn't he? Like uh, he gets blamed for being. The Kincaid, at one point, yeah. like,
1: because um, the like, calls his phone yeah. from him, doesn't he, and wants to look at his call history and stuff. Um, and doesn't he borrow Dewey's phone at one point and stuff? I think so, but that's I, I how all this ties in.
2: It's the phone call that he obviously he made to the the
1: production office or whatever it is. And oh, that's it because that kill is great oh, in the production office where she hides amongst a wardrobe of ghost face. That's costumes. one of my ha-
2: ones for the kill thing. Oh, then. I'm
1: so sorry. No, yeah. no, we'll,
2: we'll, we'll fucking we'll talk about it in a bit. But yeah, that scene. But that's because he calls her on the phone. The uh, and he's like,
1: not another script change, Roman.
2: Yeah. And then, and obviously, then she ends up getting killed. The police put that that's and to think right. You're the last person talking. You're saying yeah. this. You must be the killer. You had a
1: meeting scheduled with. Yeah, that's what it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. It's actual good police work, I suppose. Yeah, it is. Well, but obviously, maybe, he's maybe done not that on purpose. Don't let like the person die. But you know, that's good police work.
2: Yeah, if he can, if he can get like let off because they've proved that he's not actually done it because he apparently has an alibi or whatever, then yeah that pushes him out of the way. You think it could be him at first, but then that pushes him away, and then he yeah. dies. So you're we, like, right, it's not him.
1: And we, we, we don't necessarily, as the Watcher, know that this voice changing technology, you know, the new voice changer they have, but we've, we have we kind of are confused anyway because of the beginning with Cotton, yeah, where we hear his voice going to kill his girlfriend and then not kill his girlfriend. So it's a very weird... Yeah. Weird, scenario. very weird yeah. that you're trying to work out confuses you a little, yeah. Um, I know
2: another, another highlight as well is the scene where, um, I think it's Gail Gale, it's Gale and Dewey, and they're going up and down the stairs, you know, into the basement where they found Roman's body. Um, and Dewey stood at the top of the stairs, and I, I think it's Gail who's at the bottom of them, who's like, like, ghost faces knocked out behind her, or, or something, like, something like that. I can't remember, I've not. Not seen screen three in a while, and they're both at the bottom of the stairs. Anyway, and then Ghostface chucks the knife up towards you and you think, "Fucking hell, he's gonna die!" You think the knife's gonna go right in his head, and then the blunt end, the uh, the handle end of it oh, yeah. smacks him in the head, and you think, fuck it," <laughs> he just falls down the stairs, knocks
1: him down. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh my god. god!
1: Yeah, there is some very fun moments in this as well. Um, like the whole uh, when Gale Weathers is actually sneaking around fake gail weathers yeah uh place and they're trying to she's discovering that dewey's close and you know that's all fun that it's playing off one another yeah you get a weird romantic connection between kincaid and sydney yeah which doesn't feel terrible it's just surprising that it's there but i like it yeah i don't mind that you sort of get um, the feel that
2: kincaid could be like the killer as well at one point he gives yeah. off that vibe doesn't
1: he yeah he does you know, it wouldn't feel out of place for him to have been the killer, especially how desperate he's wanting to find Sydney. That's why yeah. Yeah. it comes across that way. Yeah, definitely. He's hounding um, Dewey for where she is. Yeah. Let's get on to favourite kills, mate. What is your favourite kills in this? Uh,
2: Cotton's Death um as we talked about and then surveyed yeah. out served out and stuff as uh as we said in the production office um
1: it's such a good yes, like yes, so tent moment yeah isn't it
2: hiding in the racking with all those ghost face costumes and it could be any one of them you watch the film like for me one of those is gonna just stand out at one second and yeah
1: yeah
2: sure it does feet pops out and then uh yeah it. It's oh, so good. The Chase around in the production office. They got all the, all the different book knives as well with the rubber knives. Oh, yeah. Kind of stabbing with it or so chucking and they're just flopping <laughs> all over the place. I love it because like, that was, that was probably part of like arsenal that they were using for the film anyway as well. At the same well, yeah, area. definitely. All those ghost face costumes there, though, like, I wonder where the fuck they went for auction because I want one.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> enough, isn't there? Yeah. On set of Scream 3. you
2: <laughs> can't get a hero costume, I'd happily take one of them. I wonder where they are. Yeah. There's shitloads
1: of them. Is there that, that many? Yeah, there's we at there's least two rags. Two worth.
2: Yeah, we are a lot of them on. There must be at least 20.
1: Mate, you've got to get one of those. I have to fucking about Call yourself a are, collector. Come on, mate. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my favorite deaths, also cottons, because again, it's tense. And I never really thought of uh, scream openings being like final scenes until we're now analyzing it. Yeah. But it really is really is and then another favorite of mine is behind the mirror as we see dewey in the bedroom yes. and the fake Gale weathers yeah because this house is so big I, I apologize for not knowing the actress's name but or even a character's name i only know her as fake Gale weathers <laughs> but um yeah she's banging on the mirror to get dewey's attention and he's just too late
2: yeah yeah just as he chucks the uh it's, it's again last, a tense yeah, moment. she's yeah. only dead, and then Ghostface is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. And just just to tie it off perfectly for screen three as well, the end scene, the whole the whole monologue that uh, Roman gives about and and the projection on there, and it's just it's just a face off between him and Sydney, and he's spilling the beans about it all. He's like he was the one who was the mastermind behind it. He was the uh, one who yeah. was planning it How with, with, with Billy and Stew.
1: He manipulated Billy and Stew to
2: I murder. like it. I like it, man. It's cool. Like I, I like the yeah. fact that you can sort of watch Scream and think Roman's knocking around somewhere. Like yeah, true. Like, Roman's man- manipulating this in a way. You know what I mean? It's it's cool thinking that. And this is why the three is like one of my favorites as well. Just I just Roman's character is sick, and I just love the way they tie it off and they bring all that backstory into it and. And I think and explain everything a bit more about Maureen as well.
1: Obviously, this is the first screen we've had where it's just one killer, not two. Yeah. So again, like it's keeping you on your toes because you're assuming there's two killers now. We've had two movies with two killers. Yeah. You're like, oh, what per is it? But no, it is one killer. And I suppose that's why it works is because he's saying he's the mastermind of the whole thing.
2: Yeah. He's the guy behind it, which is crazy, isn't it?
1: yeah i I quite like it um i am hit and miss on it because i i don't know if it takes away from billy and stew's motive of like they've been told what to do kind of thing yeah
2: i guess obviously they have their own motives to do it really well yeah they have their own motives to do it but they've sort of been pushed to do it a bit more and like given a bit more direction with it by by roman who's also feeling that hatred for sydney and yeah, it's cool. And then the fact that you see Ghostface get shot a few times. And naturally, when you watch a horror movie, the, the monster seems immortal for most of the time. Always. And you That's see it. him get Especially shot.
1: Especially a masked killer. Yeah.
2: And and you see him get shot. And he's like, Why the fuck is he not going down? And then reveals the vest with the bullet holes in it. And I
1: was gonna say it must be something about that house. Yeah. Uh, you know, know H yeah. twenty. <laughs> um
2: yeah, reveals the vest with the bullet holes in it, and then and then you get the whole stab where Sydney gets stabbed, and then she's like, "Bitch, I've got a vest too."
1: <laughs> Me too.
2: Yeah. I just love it. Yeah, and that ending where he, where he comes out and he gets shot in the head. Again, it's yeah, it's brutal. that it's that sim it's a similar fate that Billy had in it. So, it's well, yeah, well, circle. even
1: in number two, we didn't mention it. Sydney has no problem shooting Mrs. Loomis in the head, yeah. like just to make sure, yeah. and walks away. <laughs> it's a badass moment.
2: Yeah, all killers have died with a bullet in the head. Near enough. I mean, those are the rules, apparently. Yeah, you know. Well, let's let's see what happens in the new one as well.
1: We had Scream in '96, Scream Two in '97, Scream Three in 2000, and then we wait a long time—you know, 11 years eleven years—yeah—for Scream Four. So I feel like a lot of people do like separate them, the trilogy and then this. Yeah. What do you think about this one, mate? This is
2: probably my least favorite of the franchise. Um, I don't know. I, like I always had a thing with the trilogy and then like this film came out and I was excited to see it. Um, and I, I'm not saying it's a bad film. It's just, it's, it's not a bad film. It's not a bad film. I, ju- I don't know. For some reason, I just have a thing about that trilogy. You know I I mean, it. I just I have too much of a love for that trilogy. And the fourth ones always seem like the um the sort of like black sheep of the family. Do you know what
1: I mean? Well, especially now because wasn't this like the build-up to another trilogy, but because this didn't do well, yeah. they kept it as just number four. So we do have the trilogy and then this, which sets up so much yeah. and leaves us with you know, nothing to follow.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think it also pisses me off that I've got the trilogy box set as well, and they have to put this one separately.
1: Yeah. (laughs) They've never
2: released it as a full box set. So they're making that separation as well. Like Yeah, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) The
1: publishing company, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not just me. (laughs) They're separating it. Um I will say, I've never spoke to Lun about Scream 4 but this has a weird colour grading look throughout the whole thing you know how we we complain like 2008 paranormal horror films have that shitty look to them
2: it's too blue just like it is behind me right now yeah
1: (laughs) I feel (laughs) like this suffers from that definitely
2: yeah so as you said anyway it's the 15th anniversary from the Woodsboro murders Um, so I think I think the main thing for this for everyone was seeing the characters be brought back into it See how they could do the story a bit different because I mean, they've they've sort of gone all the directions you could have gone in with the first three films, um, in regards to like who the killer could be, you know what I mean, without giving it away too much. Um, yeah, you've got Sydney who's right, who's wrote her own book now as well, and she's getting famous from writing that book. She's followed sort yeah. of like the path with that Gail's done. Gail's carried on writing her books, um, again, uh, Sydney's just coming down off that PTSD from like the past three experiences that she's had with Ghostface, face. And then, yeah, shit just starts kicking off again. Um, What about that intro scene, Pearson? (laughs) So the the
1: intro's uh, an odd one because going to what I said where it does feel like, oh, what is this casting? I don't feel like I know these characters, even initially. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, they're watching Stab. And then it's like, oh, they're watching Stab in the new Stab right really? oh, yeah it's fucking weird and it, it happens, just, yeah just like three just a times
2: nice yeah because yeah i know what you mean at first you're like surely these characters aren't real because they seem a bit too like <laughs> it's, seems a it's, bit too i don't mean, know what it is about them
1: fast. but they seem like a
2: bit too fake don't just, it fake yeah. yeah
1: fake is the perfect word for it like yeah. they don't believe in the character themselves how am i supposed to <laughs> and you're like oh that's why
2: yeah yeah it's clever Because again, they've got to think of something else now, like to sort of be even more meta than there wasn't the last film. Like, how meta can you get? Do you know what I mean? Like, second one, second film reference, first film references horror films, the second, and also Wes Craven's films. The second one references uh, the first film, the events of the first film. The third one references everything that's happened before that, but they're also in this studio environment. In a fake film yeah. within the film. Yeah, I know. <laughs> based on the first film. It's just fucking crazy. Now this one, <laughs> like, starts off a film within a film within a film of based on the happenings of the
1: other films. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it it's a nice head fuck to kick you off.
2: How meta can you get? So, I mean, what the fuck's going to happen in Scream 2022? Like, that's going to be ultra fucking meta. We're going to find well, out. Right, to to get with
1: it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing I'm looking forward to as well. The opening scenes, this film, I can't fucking.
1: Yeah. Now, now that we're, we're talking either. about it, I'm like this opening better be strong. And is
2: it going to be a big character that's going to get killed off from the get go just to sort of be like, right, well, well, that's, we'll a, that's a different story anyway. Yeah. We're, we're not podcast. talking scream. So we, we will be theories. doing it. <laughs>
1: not yet. <laughs> yet. Um, I don't really have a lot to say about this, and I feel bad because I
2: know what you mean. I'm I'm the same. I've not I've not got loads to say about it. Um, I mean, bringing it to 2011, now uh, we're in a bit more like the it's bit bit more in the digital like internet age, and you've got stuff. It's not a, there's not a loads of live streaming going on, uh, which is films based on obviously. But like but... you
1: got those guys who are kind of like filling in what Randy would do. are yeah. trying to give you what this new killer would do um yeah so you've got, and you've got the college it's kids. on the brink of like proper cctv cameras place the killers film in it yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah which i love i love the inclusion of new technology summer it's you know been throughout um i do like how how we have like voice changes that don't exist in scream 3 where i can i can do matty's voice down this microphone yeah but I don't have, like, a smaller camera than this fucking massive <laughs> <Yeah>. CCTV cylinder. <laughs> that fucking ghost face has to carry around with him everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like, connect up, yeah. sell to the hotspot, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't think about that. That must have been a bowler, especially in 2011, <laughs> setting up a hotspot for it and all that. Yeah, you know yeah what I mean? for sure.
1: Um, On 3G. Yeah. Well, yeah, it
2: would have been 3G back then, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah, that would have been shit when you think about it, wouldn't it? <laughs> Especially in a burn yeah. as well for the burn scene. It sets all the cameras. The burn
1: is like the highlight of this whole movie like, to me.
2: Yeah. Is he setting up a fucking portable modem in there somewhere? And like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, what the hell is happening? Laying
1: there? wire out. You yeah.
2: Know? <laughs> fucking hell. Um, but just before we go into the burn scene as well, like just to talk about the overall cast, because you've got, again, it's based in this, like, is it high school, college environment? Um, and each one of these characters is a copy and paste of the original characters. So you've got another uh, Randy in this film, uh, which which is Charlie, the character Charlie. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Played by Rory Culkin, of all people, the uh, the little kid who pisses himself in Home Alone. Um, No one wants to sleep in the same room as him. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's the killer in Screen 4, yeah? He's come a long way. I mean,
1: (laughs) yeah, no offence to him, but he does have a killer look anyway, doesn't he? Yeah. Let's be honest.
2: But you wouldn't think, so obviously he's he's the sort of Randy guy and at the end of the film he, he's like, he's saying how uh, much like, obviously he even mentions himself that he's like the Randy of it and now uh, Randy's getting the, Randy's, the nerd's getting the girl. Yeah, Which, which yeah. Randy does mention in Scream 2. Because he's like, well, what happens in the sequel? And Randy's like, well, the, I um, think it's like the nerd gets the girl or something like that. The guy which gets is the girl, of- yeah. Something. in
1: scream Two, is it kind of revealed like because he's always had a thing for sydney yeah and then like you see him kind of pursuing it kind of not pursuing it yeah
0: you know well
1: exactly
2: and and then jill in this film who is sydney's cousin yeah he's so. basically the sydney character and then you've got again that relationship there again so you've got the uh the the guy trying to get the girl like the sort of, like the nerd trying to get the girl in this okay. situation you got the, the relationship between charlie and jill which you don't see much and then you see at the end obviously that they were both um uh, in cahoots which is cool to see as a
1: as a wrap-up at the end what was you going to say anyway mate honestly nothing <laughs> <Carry on. laughs> nothing because i i really don't have much to say about scream Floor. i like the inclusion of new stuff I, again we got to learn characters. I guess I kind of just forget about this film, which we know why. Yeah, um, you know, it's c- I feel bad for saying that. It's not a bad film. Yeah, it's not a memorable film. <laughs> no um,
2: offense. You've got a lot of character development though within it as well. If you think about it, you've got Dewey um, who's now a sheriff. Um, yeah, yeah. So the sheriff of Woodsboro. Like you, you never thought that was going to happen, but suddenly he's the sheriff. How, how the fuck he got sheriff? <laughs> Nobody knows. But <laughs> but Jew, yeah Dewey sheriff, yeah um, hang
1: on cut cut to like the o g where he's like uh i'm twenty five guess I just must must have just missed you, I was twenty four for a whole year <laughs> that Dewey is <laughs> cringe Dewey to now is a serious sheriff, yeah he's responsible
2: for a whole fucking <laughs> yeah cone,
1: <like>. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's kind of like um in this one almost like a, a celebration festival thing that you see of like all the ghosts faced on the Stabathon. Yeah. Yeah, stabathon, stabathon, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Throughout the town and stuff, it's being celebrated, which kind of freaky, kind of a, a nod to the town that dreaded sundown. Yeah.
2: It's got that vibe. So yeah, yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone going meeting you know, up, watching the films on the anniversary of the, of the killings. And yeah. Yeah.
1: Stab guys.
2: Um, but it's, it's cool too, obviously. So Jewish, Jewish sheriff, um, girls, girls come back in. Them two are, are not really a thing anymore, which is crazy. Cause obviously that's what happened in real life as well. Um, yeah. It did. Didn't it? Yeah. We got married and they broke up. So that's sort of like two characters that are sort of, sort of following the same path as each other in real life as well, which is, yeah. Um, which yeah. Is big,
1: weird. uh, big character development there to just follow their real life. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And then you
2: just get obviously a bit more family in this, you know what I mean? So you've got a
1: couple of Yeah, we're introduced to the you know, the cousin.
2: And it would be her auntie, wouldn't it? It would be a yeah, her yeah, mom's sister, yeah. Um yeah. who unfortunately dies getting stabbed through the door. Um but yeah, it's cool so seeing seeing that side of it as well. And it's again it's becoming even more personal for Sydney because her own her own family's dying, um, as well as her friends.
1: And also cousins, friends, and it's just fucking chaotic. I suppose, like, if put yourself in the perspective of Sid, you've, so let's say you're at the end of Scream 3. Yeah. You confront him, Roman. Oh, you find out he's manipulated your, you know, first boyfriend, Billy, and his friend. So maybe that is closure, especially with how many years have been. Yeah. Since that, and now you've. Seeing your family die again and yeah,
2: and then you've got Jill's motive of like of being the killer because Sydney's had the spotlight. It's always about Sydney, 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 Sydney. it's like yeah, I think that was that might have been a little thing for me in the that sort of. It it, was that a great review as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, which how would you go killing everyone just because your cousins like? Maybe I'm a hypocrite.
1: Maybe I'm a hypocrite here because I'm saying I want that motive for number two so mickey isn't the killer but Haley is okay yeah, to me yeah. that i can sell but here i mean i have family it'd be even higher stakes you would be here in sydney all the time yeah well, so i don't know maybe, maybe it does work maybe i don't know what i want yeah
2: i've not been in that position before so i can't <laughs> say <on> me either. <laughs> thank god yeah. touch wood
1: you know um
2: yeah so that, that's crazy and obviously uh, charlie's character he, oh. he just wants to he just wants he just wants Jill of the day. <laughs> um, yeah. and he's the guy who knows all the stuff about horror films and he wants to he wants to follow the rules and or create his own rules. Um where everything's getting filmed and he's the, uh, he's the tech guy for this. And he's the guy said, maybe we need to talk to, um, Charlie about this. Cause I mean, if he was setting yeah, that sort oh of yeah, shit he's up,
1: setting these cameras up, mate. Yeah.
2: And, and getting that fucking brilliant broadband going because <laughs> fucking set it up for me. I mean, we have no problems with a podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can't do a simple zoom call sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: um, yeah. So what do you think about the ending in the hospital scene? I like it. Yeah.
1: Like Jimmy nearly dying again. It, he, obviously he has to do this but yeah. if he doesn't almost die or well never mind i'm not going to say anything about the new one cuz we see him in a wheelchair in the trailer so yeah um yeah i like it cuz it's it's a place that we've never visited in this this world no you know but I, it feels like a classic horror film location yeah. you think about halloween too immediately don't you when you hear a hospital yeah um yeah yeah i like it what do you think of it though? Um,
2: I think it was a good uh, it was a good way to tie the edit off because I thought um Jill would have been dead, and then Sydney's in the hospital you think it's all over with. And uh yeah, I i I did enjoy that bit of the film, the fact that the uh they brought, brought Jill back into it and then I do like Emerald. She's
1: she plays Jill very, very well. Oh she yeah, she pulls
2: off fucking so psychopath in well in it and yeah. she's she's good in American horror story I mean, and stuff like that. She suits that sort of sort just of vibe, scream yeah
1: scream queen for a reason, oh well, yeah, um,
2: but yeah that, I, I like the hospital scene and that whole fight sequence, and just how it all ended it was it was pretty cool, um, it was a good way to tie it off, so at least it did it Feels right.
1: like, yeah, it does feel like one of those films where we're like, yeah, you
2: know, yeah, 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 I'm happy with it,
1: yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. happy with it, not
2: complaining, no yeah.
1: favourite kills what's some of your favourite kills here
2: I've only wrote down one which stood out to me the most and I've discussed this before we started this podcast um, oh, go on. for me it's the Hoss and Perkins the, the, uh, the cops it's their death. Um, that scene's fucking sick. Like it, it it's what you it's, it's what you expect in a in a screen movie, you know what I mean? You've got you've got a bit of a comedy moment between the two characters, but then you've got this fucking grim and gory like scene as well to it. So it's it just starts off with them two just chatting in the car about like cops are always the ones who die in the films, <laughs> which is which again, yeah.
1: another meta that we absolutely
2: love. And and they're like cops always die in films unless you're Bruce Willis. And then um one of the cops I can't remember whose name do who, gets out of the car to go do a patrol around the house cuz obviously they're looking they like they keeping an eye out on I think it's Sydney's Sydney's cousin yeah. something um and then as he's going out and he comes back and he starts chatting to the other cop he gets stabbed and then straight away the the guy sat in the car who's, I can't remember who's playing him but he, he he's been in um a few films as well I think he's been in like scary movies and he was in that Kangaroo Jack as well if you remember
1: I don't. Know. Yeah, he,
2: he's, he's a good actor. He's funny as fuck, but uh, he gets stabbed right in the head, which is grim because you just see him just, goes, and then he, all this blood's pouring down him. He gets out the car and he's like stumbling all over the place. And Ghostface, he's just, he's doing a Michael Myers. He's just standing there like sort of watching him mm. and just, tilting his head and just fucking watching him die. And then just before he dies, he collapses on the floor and goes, fuck Bruce Willis. And then he's fucking flops <laughs> on the floor. And it's like, yes. <laughs> oh, I love, I love it. it. It's so good. So yeah, I, I did that was like a highlight of nice. the film for me. And it was a good death. And it it's giving that sort of grim side to Ghostface as well. Like sort of mimicking like Michael Mize in that way and
0: yeah. enjoying
2: the fact that uh, you know what I mean watching this happen. Of it's a kill, yeah. yeah. It's creepy as fuck compared to do you know what I mean? It's got the sort of juxtap- uh, juxtaposed like, thing between it. You've got the funny side, but then you've also got the side of, like,
1: fucking Alice is a bit grimless. Yeah, 100%. 100%. My favourite kill is the one we watch through a window. Right. I, I don't know. I feel like the suspense um, is just built so nicely in that. Oh, is it in the, um, when they see him from the separate house and it's the house across the yeah, way? Yeah, Yes. yeah. 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 So uh you're in Jill's house, aren't you, with yeah. Sydney and you're watching the friend be murdered. And that's the first time yeah. I think Sydney
2: sees I might be wrong. Is that the first time Sydney sees Ghostface?
1: I'm gonna hold my hands the- up. I need to watch this again. I'm very yeah. annoyed at like now that we're talking about it, I'm like, there's nothing either standing out or I need to watch it again. Yeah, I'm not
2: gonna lie, this is not my most watched yeah. movie. I've watched the awards countless times and I could probably I probably only watch this one. Probably yeah. like maybe three times, if that. I don't know. I feel bad so this much. is
1: one of Jess's favorites as well. Like this is up there for Jess. So like yeah. me and Jess watch these. I should know this, but maybe I check out. <laughs> yeah. We do like horror films. To all the listeners uh, listening to this section, <laughs> um, yeah, that's my favorite. Let's uh, let's quickly talk about the poster. Because I think this has one of the coolest posters in it where you got like the profile of the mask yeah. with the knife as the chin.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. Uh, I I thought he was going to mention the other one where it's like, because there is an alternative one as well where you've got this and it's like, oh. reminds me of oh, like a Chinese yeah. film, do you know, like a Chinese like karate film, like, the, like that number four, yeah, I know like saying, font yeah. on it. Um, not keen on that, but <laughs> I, yeah, I do really like the uh, the whole knife.
1: The, yeah, the mask with the knife yeah. is such a one of my favorite posters. Yeah. For all the scream movies. Yeah, no it is awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, that's four. Let's end for the Let's talk about your ratings for each one. Your rankings, should I say? What, what's your, you know, favourite to least?
2: So my 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 favourite one is obviously going to be Scream. Has to Original. be. I um, completely agree with that. Second one, Scream three. Third one, Scream two, and then final one, Scream four. That's my rankings my, of the films.
1: Mine's the exact same. Is it? Yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. I feel like that's the only sensible. <laughs> order i mean maybe i've got to watch four again after yeah uh talking about it especially considering nothing jumps out except emma roberts plays jill fantastic yeah like, that's that's all that really stands out to me but yeah so So. this wraps up our scream franchise talk i will say one thing that we've not talked about but i feel doesn't get enough credit is the Scream franchise. Uh not the Scream franchise, Scream Scream series on Netflix. Yeah, 100%. I feel like that's yeah. so good cuz you know, that's the most modern Scream um incorporating our smartphones and yeah. the blackmail, you see, and stuff like that. And yeah. we're just going to see that I think even more in these new ones, which is exciting.
2: Yeah. I at yeah. first I remember first watching this screen TV series when it came out the first time and I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't keen on it at first. And then yeah, I I think left it's it. easy
1: to disregard. Yeah. It.
2: I left it for a while and then I came back to it and I was like, I've been missing out. Why
1: did I not carry on watching this? Especially considering like you disregard it because it's like, oh, it's not Ghostface, it's yeah. Brandon James. Yeah. But that mask is so good as well. And well I yeah. think what
2: put me off as well, I think at the time is I was watching Riverdale. That I similar sort of vibe because it's sort of like, the, does, it's like yeah. that MTV, like teen college vibe to it. And yeah. I was like, well, like it can get a bit too much at first. and It can, I agree. Um, and then Riverdale went and fucked itself up and started becoming a musical, turned into Glee. Uh, so I stopped watching it there. <laughs> and then um, I thought, you know what, I'm going back. I'm, I'm going to go rewatch the Scream TV Scream. series. And I, I loved it. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it's so good. Yeah which is, um, I believe Wes had a hand in that as well before unfortunately passing away, which, yeah, man. you know, that's the, the last time he touched anything called Scream.
2: Yeah, it's quite sad that, it? and I, this is the reason why I'm looking forward to seeing the new one as well, just seeing um, how how well he paid homage as well for Wes Craven, and I know a lot of the people there, Obviously, doing well and, and grew up watching the films. Yeah, and also just worked with him a lot, so a lot of people obviously will have the understanding of of what he probably would have wanted to go for. So,
1: also like we should say, the guys that are doing it are you know the directors of Ready or Not, which I completely trust them. That film was so good. Have you watched it yet, my So we talked Oh my god! So anyone listening to this? Uh, I think you have. I feel like we we messaged about this. The uh the bride that marries into the family that is rich from board games and turns out they made a deal with the devil. Yeah, they play hide and seek yeah. on the wedding night. You watch it? I fucking can't remember. Mate, honestly, wow, same, I feel like you would if you watched it. Yeah. So yeah, for anyone listening, uh, in our last horror fest we did ready or not and spoke about it, but Mighty never watched it, so I was just chasing him now and um. Turns out he hasn't watched it, so that was fun. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the only thing I'm a bit sad about is uh, we haven't spoken about the music.
2: Yeah, we touched on on it on Scream 2. We're on about like everything's coming to a big thing for the uh, dramatic Marco
1: Beltrami's score for all four of these was amazing. Perfect, mate. I'm very disappointed he's not doing the new one.
2: Yeah. So, like, but, I think there's a, there's a track called Sydney's Lament yeah. and that just captures it perfectly. We watch the films yeah. with the ghostly light. it's like the woman's voice that's echoing throughout and and the sort of Nine Nails vibe to the tracks as well in points. It's very 90s, but it fits the film
1: perfectly. Yeah, so good. But, I mean, it's Brian Tyler doing the new one. It should be great anyway. Yeah, but I'm sure we'll hear some of those themes in from another perspective, which is what happens with plenty of uh composers and stuff like that. Yeah. For franchises. Um, I think that wraps it up, doesn't it? It does. Right. So for anyone listening, watching, thank you so much for checking out the first episode. We'll be doing plenty more watch alongs Uh lots of games about horror. If you're a horror fan, you know where to follow. It's at an earful podcast everywhere. And um Scream Five or just Scream, as the title is, is out January Fourteenth this Friday. If you listen to this on the day of recording, we'll definitely be covering that. But uh, yeah. yeah,
2: and if you haven't watched the film yet, go and watch our uh, Scream video reaction as well, which is up on our channel and also definitely on podcasting platforms. If you want to hear our uh, sort of predictions and our thoughts on the trailer, um, yeah, we definitely jump into it. some
1: we jump into some theories and if you're not hyped enough after this yeah. definitely check that one out we'll, <laughs> we'll pin it definitely yeah again thank you so much for listening watching see you on the next one